Welcome to Find Your Peace, Find Your Pace, where we discuss how, in the midst of your own growth and success, you can prioritize the things that keep you sane and healthy. What are the key health and wellness habits that you need to make yourself better in order to grow your business or create success for yourself? I'll share my own journey, as well as bring in different health experts and trusted professionals to share their stories, advice, and experiences to help you find your best peace and pace. Let's dive in. Good morning or afternoon, wherever you are, wherever, whenever you're listening. Welcome back. If you've made it this far, God bless you. Um, I know this hasn't been easy for me. Like I said, it's something I've been wanting to do for a really long time. And I totally get it now. It's really hard to put yourself out there and not only just like be sitting in front of a microphone, basically talking to yourself, but also sharing some pretty vulnerable shit and just being like, hey, you know what? This is who I am. I hope this helps someone. Um, So again, thank you for still being here. If you're still here Um, on this episode, it's going to be the last episode where I'm, I'm just here by myself and um, your poor soul is having to listen to me. But again, I think it's really important leading up to bringing some of the professionals on that I've worked with to share like my experience and my own journey and like why these people were crucial and critical for me. So um, like I said, back in 2000, late 2014, early 2015 was when I really first started working for myself and <clears throat> not to say the same shit I've already been saying, but that's when a lot of these things started becoming really important. And part of it was because the first year that I worked for myself, I was also in a new relationship. Um, I was with someone that was very well established and was an entrepreneur themselves and genuinely encouraged me to work for myself and to go out on my own and was highly supportive of all of my endeavors, but they also had already been established and had built and sold multiple companies. And so what their day-to-day looked like and what my day-to-day looked like were very different. And my first challenge that I encountered was really um, setting those boundaries for myself and saying no to things that like, hey, just because you can do this doesn't mean I can do this or should do this. And it started with like not having a sleep schedule, going out, saying yes to, yeah, let's go do dinner. Let's go do this or let's go out on a Wednesday night. And um, the drinking part just became like, I'm I'm basically back in college, but I'm getting paid now. Like this is not, this doesn't seem right. Like this doesn't, I don't think this is what I was intending to do here. Um, and so really just starting to create that own structure and routine for myself. Like what does my ideal day look like? What is my structure and routine need to look like, like if I'm actually going to build a business or build clientele or build work for myself, like what do I need to be doing on the day to day to build that business? And then what do I need to be doing for myself to support that? And one of the first things that really was um, the biggest change for me in that sense, like I'd been to therapists before I'd been to I'd, I'd worked out on my own. Like I obviously had the background on the, the food side, but it was hiring a personal trainer. Um, like I mentioned, like working out had really never been something that was a priority in my life. It had never been important. And my cat's automatic cat feeder is going off right now, right in the middle of this. So that's cool. But um, it was never something that I had to prioritize. And again, going back to, I always thought of exercising and like, oh, well, you need it to be thin. And at the time, like I was in pretty good shape. I wasn't overweight. I wasn't, I mean, I was just 
I was the size I was. But adding that in for me and adding in the idea of a personal personal therapist, (laughs) a personal trainer, and someone that also had like dietetics experience outside of myself was one of the biggest game changers because for the first time in my life, I was experiencing what it meant to, to work out and exercise for mental health and not for anything other than like literally how you feel at the end. And that was kind of one of my first biggest lessons was like exercise. Yes, that outcome is fantastic. And now I'm someone who works out four or five times a week, sometimes more. Like it's literally part of my day-to-day life all the time. And the physical parts over time started to show, but initially it was really just about having someone else holding me accountable, having someone else walk me through something that was actually really foreign to me and having someone to like hold my hand and guide me through that. And I'm going to call her out because she, whether she knows it or not, is going to be on here. And her name is Sam Katz. And to this day, she is still a very near and dear friend to mine friend of mine to me. Um, but just the level of knowledge that she gave me to and the level of education around working out was something I'm internally grateful for. And just the mindset that came with that and learning that personal physical challenges I can always overcome. It's the mindset part that I need to work on. And as long as I work on the mind part, like the gym is just the outcome of that. As I kind of continued on through my own experiences and relationships, um, long story short, ended up finding myself engaged and in a relationship. And while we loved each other very much, um, our relationship became very, very toxic. And I realized that there was still a lot of shit that I had never worked on or addressed or even actually knew was a problem, I guess. Maybe ignorance is less. I don't know. But I decided to actually go to therapy for the first time and like really get serious about it. And one of the biggest lessons I learned is that you need to interview interview your therapist as much as they want to fucking interview you. Okay, like it's a two way street because I will never forget walking into one of the first therapists that I went to see during this time period. And I had been there for maybe a half hour. And one of the first things she actually told me was, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I have a, a really hard time like keeping up with you or even giving you advice because you're just, you're so self-aware and you're just like, so already put together. Like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to tell you. So not really what you want to be hearing from someone that you're paying $150 an hour, but it made me realize that like it, therapists are not like one size fits all. Like you really do have to interview your therapist and find someone that's Um, truly gets you and truly understands like what it is that you're wanting to work on and why and can help you through those things and give you the right tools and the right um, the right things that you need to hear for yourself because everyone is different and we know that but like your problems are not the same as mine but also how I deal with my problems are not the same as yours either Um, I still go see her to this day Anissa I love you I'm hoping that you will come join me too. Um, But she was literally the first therapist that I've ever been to. And I'm still going to her three years later. um, That really just helped me through some shit. And um, if you're listening to this and don't know the part about me being engaged, you probably recognize that I'm single now. 
So she also helped me through that too. And it just, there was like this whole three-year journey that I was going through of like all of this shit just kind of happening at once and then my life falling apart. And then me starting my life over at 31 and that girl hung in there with me and still never made me feel like anything I was doing was out of the norm and made me feel like just a normal person for feeling the feelings I was feeling and, and helped me recognize that like, sometimes you really just do have to feel sad and like, you don't have to do anything about it. You just have to acknowledge it and move, fo- move forward and move through it. So that was kind of the next step in my, my like, okay, like therapy is important for me. I know diet and exercise are important. I need to either have a trainer or go to classes. I need a therapist. And then the last really big key piece for me, um, I struggle horribly with sleep anyone that's ever been close to me you're probably laughing your ass off right now because like there'll be days where I go two three days and I just can't sleep and then there are days where like I sleep for two days straight it's like it's it's still a work in progress it's still probably one of my biggest like health and wellness struggles but um through that a very good friend of mine for almost 10 years now I had been going to, um, she was a massage therapist and I'd been going to her for a long time, but I started to really prioritize that. Um, once I moved out on my own and once I was like in this place of like, okay, I'm already going through a lot of shit in my life. I'm trying to do the best I can with starting things over and being financially independent and having my trainer and having my therapist, but like something's still missing. My sleep schedule still shit. And going to Elise, anytime I go to her, my sleep, which that's actually, I probably need to make an appointment, um, note to self. Anytime I go to her getting massages is not just like, like, we're not talking like frou-frou lay down on the table. Let me just rub you down and make you feel better. Like, no, that bitch kicks my ass. Okay. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've yelled fuck at her. Well, not at her just out loud because of her. Um, but she really, she's not just like a massage therapist. Like I put her in the physical therapy category. And also too, if you're someone that does know exercise, you know, that sometimes you really be messing your body up. So the combination of those things together and just my sleep, I realized how important it was to be going to a massage therapist or someone who does acupuncture or someone who's actually giving you some kind of physical release that is helping with all of those other things that you're doing to your body. Um, you know, like working out, even though it's great for you, like you're still hurting your body and breaking your body down. So she was really the third core piece of realizing like for me, what my health and wellness journey consisted of outside of the things I controlled for myself. A big part of that ongoing has been supplementation by supplementation, I mean, yes, my normal vitamins, but like, okay, this, I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with stress. I don't really want to go on an antidepressant. What are some things I can be taking that are natural supplements that are, you know, ashwagandha or I'm drawing a blank on what those things are called right now. I know that there's a word, but finding natural alternatives to what modern day medicine tells you you need. I don't want antidepressants. I don't want I don't want to be on Adderall for ADHD, which I also have. And if that surprises you, then you really don't know me. Um, 
But point being, like, that was something that I could control in myself, and I didn't need to really hire someone to do that. So there's not really been any one person. But supplementation and finding the right supplements for you and finding alternatives to something that your doctor just wants to write you a script for or tell you, here, go take this without addressing, like, the core root of the issue has become extremely important to me. Um, I don't want to be on medicine for the rest of my life. I got my cortisol levels tested when I was, like, 27 years old. And I had the cortisol levels of a man returning from military with PTSD. I know why now, looking back. Um, But at the time, I was like, this makes no sense. And they wanted to put me on thyroid and like hormones at 27 years old. And once you go on those, you're either on them for the rest of your life. Or once you come off of them, you're going to be severely fucked up. And that is what really led me to looking into the whole natural wellness side of thing and, and things and natural supplementation and finding the supplements that, that work for me. So at the end of the day, point being of this episode, those are really the four key pieces that throughout my own journey have played the biggest part, made the biggest impact, or been the people that have made the biggest impact on my life through what they've done for me. Um, Sam, Elise, and Anissa, my counselor, and then just my own journey through finding supplementation and, and supplements that work. So throughout the rest of the season, um, each of them are going to be appearing here with me, sharing their expertise, sharing what they know, sharing our experience together, probably calling me out on my bullshit a little bit and telling you that <laughs> I'm not nearly as perfect as I may want to seem sometimes, but that's okay. Um, so thank you again for being here and I'm excited to bring them on and have them start sharing with you some of the valuable and just life-changing knowledge that they've given to me and shared with me. 